Welcome to the Only Dream Big podcast, starring your host, Donnie Bedney. Only Dream Big is a podcast where Donnie will share tips and experiences on different topics, such as acquisition entrepreneurship, human capital, and the future of the workforce. He is the president of PSP Metrics and has been in the assessment and human capital management industry for more than 15 years, with the goal of driving change through people. As your guide on dreaming big, let's hear from the man himself. This is the only Dream Big podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Donnie Bedney. I am so excited today. Uh, I don't know if you all know this, but Matthew Harris uh, is someone that you need to follow is someone that you need to uh, tune into uh, and he will give you you know all the different ways that you can connect with him uh, at some point in the future um oh thank you so getting coffee look at this ah, amazing beautiful. perfect timing um but i can guarantee you all i won't need any more energy uh if you are plugging into this man um you know one of the uh i'll say greatest entrepreneurs that you may not have heard of uh, but definitely will in the near future. Uh, and so excited to talk to him today just about, um, you know, how he's gone about achieving some of his dreams, you know, personally, professionally, visions for organizations that he's built, uh, et cetera, um, and, and some, other, <laughs> some other nuggets that I know you all are going to find so practical, uh, which is what we like to unpack. So, Matthew, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us today. Hey man, I'm excited to be here. You might, I have known you for a long time, and I'm excited for what your life has brought to the world, man. My, mine in particular. If it wasn't for you, I don't know where I would be. So, <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm so humbled. So humbled by that, man. So humbled. So, uh, first of all, I mean, you know, tell the folks a little bit about you. I, I see, uh, number one, that you obviously live in uh, an amazing place because your weather looks to be so much better. Uh, than our than our weather up here in the uh, in the greater Boston area. So tell the folks a little bit about you. Yeah, I live in the country of Miami. I call it the country of Miami because it's it is it's like its own uh, city, right? And you know you've been here, you've visited, and it's got its own vibe. Um, but I've been really blessed to live here. Uh, my wife and I um, actually met in college at Andrews University in Michigan, mm -hmm. and kind of just gravitated back to Miami. She's from Miami. Uh, I came to Miami for the Super Bowl with a mutual friend of ours, Hannibal Navies, mm. years back when I was still in the entertainment business. And I couldn't believe that the city existed and I didn't know it. Right? I was just so enamored by, my, by Miami, the energy, the mm. diversity. And today it's actually turned into quite the startup and tech hub. You know, that's not mm -hmm. something that I don't think anyone kind of expected, but there was always this energy around it. And so we've uh, made the decision to embrace it completely. It's an incredible lifestyle. Yeah. And the weather's not bad. It always makes it a little easier when you got some good sun, you know. But it's actually kind of cloudy today. But uh, yesterday was catch me yesterday, and I think we we could talk about the weather a little bit easier. But yeah, man, I'm. It, we live here now, um, but we also live. You know, we through COVID, we've had to kind of figure out where we're going to stay for a little bit because we normally were traveling quite a bit. Our lifestyle uh, and with our businesses, we'll get more into that in a second. Has us traveling a significant amount, especially overseas, and. Yeah. Um, because of the, the slowdown in travel and, and, and everything, we uh, decided to just hang tight in one place and Miami fit the bill for us. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know your, your your background is just, you know, I, I would describe it as an amalgamation of, you know, so many things because of the, you know, multifaceted, you know, talents and stuff 
uh, both your God-given talents and then the ones that you've actually curated and developed over the years, right? Um, from, you know, music to entertainment, you just mentioned, and, you know, working with professional athletes and others, um, you know, entrepreneurship, um, you know, et cetera. So, I mean, can, can you take us back a little bit to, you know, some of the earlier days and even, you know, growing up in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, you know, were, were your dreams at that point uh, you know, to be running, you know, uh, uh, a global brand, um, you know, and all that, did, did that start early, you know, did, or, or has it kind of evolved over the years? Mm-hmm. Uh, but can you kind of walk us through, you know, some of that journey? I have never thought about that. You know, that's interesting. Um, so for those who don't know my story, I'm literally an African American. <laughs> I grew up in Africa. My father is American. My mother is South African. So I, I'm, one of the gifts they gave me, I think this is probably the most phenomenal gift they gave me, was my dual cultural experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, I grew up along a dirt road in the Eastern Cape uh, of South Africa. Uh, it's literally at the bottom of the continent. It's a very long way from Miami. Mm-hmm. But growing up, uh, I didn't see entrepreneurs. I didn't see business people. I just saw teachers because I grew up at a school. And so that was kind of what my parents did. And that's what I saw. And I think we become a lot of times when we just see a certain path Mm -hmm. or that's we see what other people are walking on that path. We just expect that that's what's going to happen for us. But for me, I think things changed when we moved to the United States. I I didn't really have any kind of goal for my life. I was trying all these different things. And I think one of the things that many people can relate to is becoming a jack of all trades and a master of none. And that was Mm -hmm. me. I mean, I was trying to be a cricket player, I was trying to be a basketball player, I was trying to be a musician. I was fortunate enough to be able to do that for a while, right? Um, I was, I just had no plan, right? So mm-hmm. then I, I had no plan for college either. I wasn't even gonna go to university. And then I happened to go on campus where my mom worked the mm-hmm. day of registration and I see all these beautiful women and I'm like, or girls, I should say at the time, young girls, teenagers and women. And I'm just like, I need an education. And, and so that <laughs> that's what caused me to actually enroll for uh, Andrews University. I called your mom and said, I don't know how I'm going to get into school. <laughs> and she said, well, <laughs> Matt, <laughs> we'll figure it out. And yeah. through school, I didn't have a plan either. I just was, I, I guess, was just trying to figure out, trying to find what was going to be my thing. Mm-hmm. And my thing ended up being business, but it didn't It didn't come from like I had this grand scheme that that was how things were going to mm-hmm. play out. I was just throwing stuff out there, doing all these different things. being interested uh and when life turned upside down for me i was kind of forced to choose one avenue because i had to really survive it wasn't even Mm -hmm. about building wealth it wasn't even about trying to build large companies i just didn't want to be homeless like that that was i was trying to get away from that and business allowed me to 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 do that and, and way more so it wasn't like i had some grand scheme i know some people have that from the time they're a kid for me, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. I just knew that I wanted to live a big life, and I just wasn't—I didn't have a plan to how that was going to happen. Okay, okay. Well, hey, man. I mean, you—you you just brought up something which I think will be interesting because we—you know—we have a broad range of listeners, um, you know, here. But one of the things that I've observed about you over the years is your ability, uh, and maybe not to—you know—not to—I won't say to not have fear, but your ability from a courage perspective. To try new things, sure. um, and, and and you just hinted at that a little bit, and so I'm curious, you know, can can you talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, maybe a tip or two for those who, you know, maybe they're you know doing something currently, but maybe their gut tells them to do something else, or 
maybe they just want to live, you know, they feel impressed to live a, a bigger life, uh, as, as you just, you know, referenced. I know uh, a former, you know, kind of hashtag uh, that, that you used to use a lot, which I, I attribute only to you because I've only heard mm -hmm. you say it, was I came to live. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, just just that kind of focus. So, you know, can you can you walk, you know, people through a little bit like, you know, how you've kind of, you know, been able to make these decisions to do all these different things and, and maybe even the power and, and willingness to even, you know, step outside of some of the mundane, uh, linear, you know, type paths to pursue something when your gut, uh, you know, or even situation, as you mentioned, because I, I want to dive into some of that as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just almost uh, behooves you, um, you know, to to transition and move into something else. Um, you know, going from, uh, you know, Andrews and where we really, you know, kind of developed more of a relationship was moving to a completely different place, hopping into entertainment and working with professional athletes. It wasn't like that was something you had done before, right? Oh, so no. Just, you know? I, I, quite frankly, I was surprised that I even had the opportunity. I think if it wasn't for my relationship with you and you really your mom even say, hey, call Matt. <laughs> he's he's just sitting mom, around right? you. Right. <laughs> she said, hey, call Matt. I'm sure he's looking for something. And um, the, 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 the thing that I think I want to really make a strong point about is I think there was a conversation I had with someone who was an early mentor of mine. He, he was a multimillionaire. And uh, I think early on, I started to figure out that I needed to get around people that had the results that I wanted because the results mm -hmm. I was getting wasn't that interesting to me. Like I, I always wanted more, you know, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich talks about the the, the beginning of, of a, a great accomplishment starts with desire. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but without mm -hmm. desire, nothing really happens. And I always mm -hmm. had the desire. I just didn't have the direction. Right. Mm -hmm. So I so I started to try to find people that had accomplished great things. We built million dollar business. Well, first off, it was around money. Like who are the wealthiest, richest people I can get around? Um, because I didn't come from any of that. And the pain of not having money, seeing the struggle that my parents went through moving to the United States. A lot of times growing up in Africa, you think you move to the United States, you're going to be rich. That was not what happened for us. It went, we actually went backwards financially. Mm. And so I started off in this country cleaning toilets for $5 and 15 cents an hour. I was always, mm kind of scrubbing behind other people. Yeah. But by hanging out with this gentleman, he told me something. Uh, I called him uh, one day and I, I was telling him all these different things I was doing. And I'm like, man, I've got, I'm in the studio with this guy last night. I'm writing for this and I'm going on tour in a month and I've got this client. I've got, you know, and I was just kind of trying to impress him, right? Like Ooh. trying to let him know how far I had come since the last time I talked to him. <laughs> and he, uh, he said something that first off, it pissed me off. Um, when I calmed down, I realized he was trying to help me and it was the most amazing advice he gave me. He said, Matthew, you've probably heard your entire life that you're going to succeed because of all the talents that you have. And he mm -hmm. said, but I'm going to tell you something as a friend, I think you're going to fail because of these talents. Ooh. And it just hit me because Ooh. I had just spent all this time trying to impress this guy who I looked up to mm -hmm. and thinking that by telling him all the different things I was doing that it was going to impress him and it backfired in fact it ended up becoming a turning point in my life because I realized he was right because I had gone just so far with basketball I had gone just so far with music I had gone just so far with entertainment I'd gone just so far with school I mm. never really went all out in one area 
And mm -hmm. so I made a decision right around that time, it was 2008, 2009, I made a decision I wanted to become a world, I always wanted to be world class at something I just didn't know what it was. And I didn't realize that I had just not chosen what it was. <laughs> that, that was, I hadn't decided for myself. So wow. I decided business was going to be uh, my sport. Business was going to be my profession. Business was going to be the thing that I became obsessed with. And that word is something that the way I grew up was a bad word. Like if you said, if I had this thing inside of me that I, if I started something, I'd get really, really passionate about it for a short period of time because I was told, oh, don't get so, don't, don't get so obsessed about something. You know, you got to be practical. Don't, don't play chess all the time because you're not going to make a career out of chess. You're just wasting your time. Go do something practical. So I always had the energy, but mm. just never had really been pushed to really go all out. Well, at that point, I, a couple months later, I basically closed down my, um, the, the entertainment component of my business that I was doing at the time. And I stopped, uh, I decided, you know, I have, I have to say no to some things that are of this level. And I need to say yes to some things at a higher level that I'm looking to get to. And mm. so I had, it was difficult. I turned my back on some opportunities that, that looked like they might be interesting, that were exciting to me, um, to build something from scratch. And, uh, it completely changed my life. <laughs> it was, it was a master. I cannot, like, I, I, I used to say that I can't recognize my life today, but that's not quite true because I started to think about it a little bit more. What I started to do is I started to become intentional about what I wanted my life to look like. Mm -hmm. I started to talk about how I moved, the things, the resources I had. I started to write these things down. I started to visualize it. I started mm -hmm. to put them everywhere around me and be quite honest i recognize my life today because i saw it all those years ago oh but wow we, we can talk about that another time but, but no, that, we need to we that need to unpack that man we need to we need to unpack that so you know just from just from some of you who you know who have listened or if you're you're tuning in for the very first time i mean the power of that man so you know the fact that you recognize your life today because you saw it previously i mean just <laughs> please like we, we like to share practical things. So, you know, I have, my wallet is not on me, but I know for a fact that uh, you, as someone I'm close with, has given me a billion dollars, mm -hmm. right? And I keep that in my wallet. And, right. and that's just a microcosm to me of, of the person I know you to be. Yeah, it's right uh, here. I got it. Got yeah. it right. There we go. We got it. It goes with me everywhere. Yeah, a billion dollars, right? So, so I mean, talk talk to us about that, man. I mean, you, you know, you talked about you know writing it down. You talked about you know also the power of like saying no, basically, to things that appear to be big and and really locking in on that from an obsession perspective. Can you unpack that for us a little bit more? Yeah, you know, you know, the thing that I think it really hit me that my life was becoming what I spoke over it to be. When I was back home in South Africa, uh, January of 2016, I don't. I told you this. I I had started a business. This is after having success in several other success and some other challenges, you know. So I had because because business. Look, everyone likes to look at it. Oh, look you look at your lifestyle today and all this kind of stuff. That, that that is only part of the story that the, yeah. the process is what a lot of people everyone wants to look at the result and the destination but the mm -hmm. process that you go through the person you become there's gonna be some ups and downs and i've gone through quite a few my own share of those sure. and i i was back in south africa uh in johannesburg and when i left south africa in 2000 actually i didn't want to leave i i'd always 
Uh, I, that was one thing I wanted. I wanted to to maintain my uh, my time in South Africa, and so because I loved that, all my friends, my relationships were there. It's what I knew, it's what I was comfortable with. Yeah. But I, when I left, I said, you know, this is an opportunity for me to become something, and then when I do, I'm going to come back. And so January mm. January 2016, I had launched a business in South Africa. It was starting to get some legs under it, and there was an event that I was going to be the keynote speaker for. Uh, there was no other speakers. There was no. It was just a, it was a business presentation event that I was going to do. And some of my partners that day, you know, I was running from meeting to meeting to meeting, and then I was going to do this one in the evening. And some of them said, um, "Do you know what you're getting ready to walk in tonight?" Like they knew what was happening, but I didn't know. All right? And they said, "Well, they're like, are you ready for tonight?" And I, I thought they were just asking, "Hey, are you good? You are you energized and everything like that?" I didn't. Sure. <laughs> I didn't realize what was going to happen because yeah. when I got to the venue, first off. We couldn't even park because there were so many cars. People had driven for seven hours, ten hours. People had taken flights to get to this event. Wow. I couldn't even get in. And when we find, I had to walk. So we parked like almost a mile from it. I had to walk to get to get it closer to it. Finally, was able to get in. And I'm looking around this place like, what is happening here? Man, this thing is getting getting really crazy. And I walk in. <laughs> and as I'm walking in, people are pointing at me. And you know they're saying Kosovo and Zulu, you know some of the local languages. Guelo, that's him. They're talking. That's the guy. They're pointing at me. That's the guy. And I'm looking around like, what wow. is happening? And looking to the auditorium, yeah. there's over one thousand people. One thousand, almost five hundred people showed up for my first presentation for that business there. Wow. I will tell you something. I started to to panic, like physically panic, not because I was scared of what I was going to have to deliver. <laughs> Because I saw this happen when I left South Africa in 2000, I had visualized us. We were flying out of Johannesburg. I looked down and I remember saying, "One day, when I have become something, I'll come back, and there will be people that will show up." And I saw wow. the face, emotional thing that I felt. And so when I walked into the room and I see this happening, the connection between what I'd seen in my mind and in my spirit suddenly showing up in the real world, in the physical yeah. world, blew yeah. my mind. Went into the bathroom. I shut all the doors, and I've literally had a panic attack because it just wow. connected with me. So, and I went up, finally collected myself, went mm -hmm. and did the presentation. But I, I'm sharing that story to say this because I believe that we don't get in life the things that we want; we get what we picture. Mm. And for times we talk about, I want a million dollars, I want mm. a six pack, uh, you know, I want to have this dream relationship, or, or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. And what we end up doing is we focus on the lack of that thing. So oh. we don't say, okay, uh, <laughs> I, I'm excited about having a new car, whatever the case may be. We, we look at the car that we have and talk about how bad it is, right? Oh, when I get this one, I'm going to actually, it's going to be better. But I've learned that being grateful for the things that we do have while mm. also being grateful for coming is that power that attracts it to you. And so I've become very intentional about what I look at, but yeah. what I pay attention to because it, it, Literally has manifested in my life. I started off with a hundred dollar bill that I always carried in my wallet. Mentor mm -hmm. told me that'll help you feel rich when you have no money in your bank account. I did that, mm -hmm. and then I found. I said, "You want to become a millionaire?" So I, I looked on Amazon and said, "Where can I get a million dollar bill?" So I, yeah. I bought a bunch of them. I have them, and at my trainings and events, I'll pass them out to people. That yeah. there's friends of mine and colleagues around the world that still have this today, and I've helped people become millionaires. Yeah. But after Point, I started to push myself and said, you know, I need to be thinking bigger. And because not because of the money, 
but yeah. because of what we as humans are capable of we only accept we accept so little from ourselves i wanted Ooh. to really raise the bar myself because i knew that i do for everyone else so i said a billion dollars that has to be it so i looked around where can i get a billion dollars from yep. so i can see it because i've never seen a billion dollars now this isn't yeah. a billion obviously but it represents something mm -hmm. it represents something to me so, so when i look at it i know where i'm going i can see it that's why i yeah. say the life i live today I saw it all those years ago. Yep. No one else saw it. No one no one else saw this happening, but I saw it in the midst of the rejection, in the midst of not having any money, the terrible credit, credit cards mm. maxed out, mm. literally being a bit and having no place to live. I saw this and I see what's coming next too. And that's something that anybody can do. Wow. Wow, man. Um, whew. That was, uh, you were preaching. Right now, man, this is, I'm, I'm going to pass, powerful, I'll, pa I'll pass the, the, the offering plate around. You can pay me in Bitcoin. Man, right. please, Cash App, uh, Zelle. Uh, the whole deal. You know, sure, we need, to, we need to make sure we're plugged into Stripe so people can just go ahead and uh, send the ACH. That is, uh, that is amazing, man. So, I mean, so much, so many different directions that we could go there. Um, but, but, you know, just kind of building on some of the pieces which you just you just kind of, you know, glossed over like, you know, uh, you know, challenges that, you know, sometimes building your own business or even just personally that folks, you know, are dealing with financially or anything, but the power of seeing, you know, past that. And one of the things we, we, we touched on just kind of in our pre-call was, you know, also because of life and, and intentionality, right. And, and paying attention to, you know, circumstances and situations and all of that, how you can kind of recognize patterns, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I'm articulating this in my own words, but, you know, one of the things that you mentioned was like, you know, you, your schedule is more packed now than ever, right? Mm -hmm. There's arguably, you know, more chaos, quote unquote, you know, back and forth and, and balancing all these things, but how you are like still recognizing that this is, you know, arguably the opportunity zone. Right. Where right. You can lean in more because you've almost seen it. And so, you know, that you this is a time where you just have to, like, push through. Mm -hmm. Can you talk through that a little bit just for folks who that, you know, I know we're so many people you know, from a power of words are like, oh, you know, we're still in this global pandemic. We're still, mm -hmm. you know, all of these things. But in the midst of chaos. Right. Like just where, you know, opportunity is. And so, you know, just some encouragement for folks to lock in more. Uh, and to push through. Can you talk through, you know, some of that a little bit? Yeah. Well, my first business, I started it because I was looking to pay for my wedding to Eileen, my wife, and, and my business partner today. I, you know, I had lost my my income from my my job. Uh, her career had fallen apart. Um, we, none of us come from families with resources, and you know, she's a, a child of, of Cuban immigrants to the United States. I kind of shared my story a little bit. My mom is an immigrant to the United States. My father, obviously, from here. But um, we didn't have resources, but we had resourcefulness. I want to really make that point. Mm -hmm. You don't need resources if you're resourceful. Mm. And for many people, they just look at what they don't have, or I don't yeah. have access to this. But if you're resourceful, and this is the talent, you know, we just kind of talk about, you know, the different things that I had been involved in or tried and all this kind of. Yeah. Thing. I have a lot of different interests, even to this day. But I don't sure. have, I don't have many passions. I have couple things that I'm very passionate about, but I have several things that I'm very interested in, right? Sure. But we just wanted to to fight through to have our wedding. And I remember I was telling you mm. what happened. 
we 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 build a business uh, from from zero to thirteen thousand dollars a month in ninety days. I mean, it just took off, and we had literally spent everything on the wedding. But what people don't realize is what happened afterwards. That business collapsed, and so wow. the first couple of months that we were married, we had zero income. In fact, we lost the home that we were living in in Tampa. We couldn't pay that at all. So wow. we were homeless for a couple of weeks after getting married, and so. Hmm. Uh, the, the, when I tell people that you know to dream big, a lot of times people look at my lifestyle today and say, "Oh, well, that's easy for you. Look, look, look at what's happened. Look where you are now. That's easy." No, it's it is a muscle, and and you kind of you it's just like when you work out, you build muscle by by tearing down the muscle, it gets rebuilt. So we had to. We were torn down to the studs, literally. You know, we, mm. our life came at us so hard that it broke. It broke any kind of weakness in us. It strengthened wow. us, and through the process, we didn't understand this at the time. But through the process, we became so much stronger. And mm. I think today, if there's anything that that I want people to know about me is my talent is perseverance. Like mm. that is that became my talent. Whereas before. Ooh. If a challenge came my way, or if I had to guard somebody who was in on the basketball court who was bigger than me, I was like, "Oh no, he's just—I won't even try to get too close to him. You know, yeah. he's—he's got too much strength on me. I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna step to the challenge. Or <laughs> if I have to practice for a tour, you know, I'll—I'll I'll practice the day before. I was—I was, I was in that very just kind of not lazy, but just really not that on top of my own stuff until mm. life seemed to fall apart, but it was falling together for us. Yeah. So the process. Everybody wants the promise, but no one wants to participate in the promise. Everyone wants the Lamborghini. Everyone wants to live in, you know, the ocean front. Everyone wants that, but you have to go through some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you have to become more in order to have more. Yeah. And through the through those those challenges, that's why that that dream is so important mm. because you need something to to hold on to when all the chaos is happening, when the yeah. bank. In the negative, when the creditors are trying to call you, when your phone is this—I've been through all that so many different times. Yeah. And to to dream in that moment, to dream when it looks like you're crazy. Yeah. That's when dreams have their most power. So today, wow. I've just gotten when when challenges come up, when and 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 here's the thing: having resources now. That, a lot of people stop being resourceful when they have resources. Mm. Uh, they 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 become comfortable with the resources, but yeah. if you've gone through the process long enough, you start to recognize patterns of challenges. So when yeah. something comes your way that is maybe doesn't fit with how you expect it, maybe it's yeah. death in the family or whatever the case may be, a business challenge, a business partner doing this or that and the other and hurting your business or whatever, sure. the 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 automatic thing that I think most of us have inside of us is to. To step back and start to say, why is this happening? And, and oh. to ask the question, why does this keep happening? Because we see the pattern. How come I get here and then suddenly I keep get, you know, I, I climb the mountain and suddenly I, I seem to hit a lid. Why does this yeah. keep happening over and over and over? Well, I believe that life and death are in the power of the tongue, and that we speak reality over ourselves. And if we keep asking questions like, mm. why does this keep happening to us? Our brain is going to look for an answer. But that's not the answer we want. I don't really care why it's still happening to me. Mm -hmm. I want to figure out how do I get through this to the next level. And so, yeah, yeah. change my questions and start to say, what can I learn from this challenge that、mm. I can with me? And that 
that is that's part of the process of dealing with challenges but it is a discipline that i'm still learning to get better at but it is something sure. that i had to just do because i found myself just going down these rabbit trails of oh this happened and this happened this you can ask yeah. you know this about me and i would just dwell on all the negative yeah and get all the positive that's coming out of it and so i'm try i've trained my mind to yeah. look for the opportunities in the madness in the chaos so i get excited in chaos i get excited when things look like they're falling apart because i know that something massive is going to yeah. come on the side that the seed of greatness has been planted in the midst of that storm that is mm. going to transform myself my partners my friends my contacts and my relationships and that's why even right now with where we are in our business wow. we we want to go to a new level and i know that new level brings with it new challenges Yeah. So you can't you can't say I want to get to a hundred million dollars and not be willing to deal with a hundred million dollar problems. Like, yeah. like you, everyone, you can't just say I want the the the, the result. You have to yeah. deal with the process. So when you've got chaos and you've got things starting to seem like they're going out of control, that's mm. where that dream is going to push you through. But recognizing that it's all for your good instead of to to cause you to stumble, I think makes a big difference. It has for us. And and wow, man. So so and just just to consolidate some of that because that that's so rich, but just. So shifting, encouraging folks to shift from asking, why is this happening to me? To more of a question of what can I learn from this in order to push through mm -hmm. to the next level? Is that fair? Because we because we can never achieve something that's bigger than ourselves. So, mm. you know, we have to become better. That, yeah. that was what Tom was basically telling me all those years ago when he said, the reason you're going to fail is because of all your talents. Like, or that, I'm going back to the conversation. Wow. Yeah. It was, because, no. it was because I was holding on to so many things that really, at the end of the day, I wasn't becoming a master of anything. Mm. And so uh, that that drive was there was just not directed. It wasn't focused. It's like a light. You know, like yeah. it, it, you have to focus it to create a laser. Uh, light beams can, can do all kinds of things. They can illuminate a room but they can also cut through steel if you focus them. And so I've had to become focused in order to get through some of this craziness that happens in the ups yeah. and downs of life. Wow, man. Dude. Wow. So I'm I'm actually just still processing that last. <laughs> so light can illuminate the room, which hey, we all know those people. Shoot. I think we've been those people, right? Mm -hmm. we've walked in, we've been in roles We've illuminated the room. Everybody is, you know, enamored with what you're doing or talking about how amazing this event was or how talented you are. You've illuminated the room, but with that focus, you could actually cut through steel. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness! So there's some people. Wow. There's there's some people. Society doesn't doesn't respect that. That's mm. that's the part that's tricky because society. I'll even throw family in there. Mm. Um, you, you know, when they see someone going after something and focusing like a laser on something, that's not normal. That's not what you're told to do, right? Mm. That you know, to be obsessed. I believe that being obsessed about something is a powerhouse ability. Like the ability wow. to focus in on something means that you're not going to be distracted by mm -hmm. stuff that's going to happen anyways. Yeah. There are so many people that don't really experience the richness of life because they're just distracted. It's not because they can't. It's because yeah. they're never focused on what it is that they want. Uh, th there's just a power in that that I believe will transform people's lives if they really embrace it. Wow. Wow, man. Um, you know, this this has been so on point um, and and so you know humbled that that you uh, agreed to join 
you know, this conversation knew it was going to be rich and, and uh, we're, we're, we're out of time uh, for today. But, you know, I, I will plant my own seed and say we'd love to have you back on the Only Dream Big podcast when when scheduling permits. Um, but but just winding down, you know, where can folks find you? By the way, you know, it, it not only as folks are, you know, continuing to follow you uh, on social media and all of those kind of things, but I know that you also, you know, from a business perspective, like, you know, folks can, you know, have the opportunity to learn from you and Eileen and, and you know, from a business perspective, I don't know if you want to, you know, share some of that as well, um, you know, but just it, let, let's, let's wind down today. Just where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Um, you know, et cetera. Yeah, well, I'm excited that you, you mentioned Eileen. Um, I think that's something I, I can't leave out. Um, you know, I talked about the, the impact that you've made on my life. Um, there is no question in my mind that whatever level of success that I've been able to experience and enjoy would not have happened if it hadn't been for my amazing wife and mm. for the relationship that we have. There, there is, it, it, there is no Matthew without Eileen, and mm -hmm. so, and that's not just from a business standpoint. That's just from a life standpoint. So I'd be very excited. Uh, she would have loved to have been here, but right now we are literally in the chaos of, of growing. Our oh, wow, right? Yeah. Right. So, so uh, it was it was either one or it's none, for, or at least for this conversation. <laughs> but um, but where you can definitely find us, both of us, uh, myself, you can find me on Instagram. I've actually um, spending a, a lot less time on Facebook and be more intentional about my time on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I, I've spent a lot of time on Facebook for a long time, but over the last couple of years, just for whatever reason, decided I'm maybe start putting more of my focus on Instagram. So if you go to MatthewInspires.com, it'll actually forward you to all the different links uh, to reach me on social media, my contact details and everything like that. It basically pops up there as well as um, it gives you the opportunity to kind of see some of the things that we do from a business perspective as well. But that's just the fastest way. Just go to MatthewInspires.com and We'll make sure to put that kind of in the show notes, uh, at least on YouTube and, and some other stuff. So MatthewInspires.com for sure. Yeah, yeah that's okay. it. Okay. Hey, man. So, hey, you all. Um, powerful, powerful conversation today with Matthew Harris. Um, once again, you can check him out at, at MatthewInspires.com. You know, Matt, thank you so much for doing this. This has been the Only Dream Big podcast. Uh, we will see you all next week. If you like today's podcast, tune in to our social media to get updates on our next episode. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook uh, at Only Dream Big Inc. Uh, and hit the subscribe button below. That's all for today, folks. See you next time.